to leave it on the dance floor. This is an exciting episode. Sitting here with me today, I have Alex Calise, the singer, songwriter, composer, everything of Cry. The song that you all know and love. Woohoo! Woo! Was I right in that? Oh, oh no, absolutely. Yes, yes. Thank you. Okay, yes. So let's talk about how we met. Okay. Did we meet? Oh, no, we absolutely did. So right. I just clearly don't remember. I had a lot of chemo. No, no, for sure. Well, it was kind of an interesting story. So I'm affiliated with a few different licensing agencies. And what they do is they license my music to film and TV. So what happened was there was a placement of mine, uh, Cry, as you know. Um, and the song, you know, it was basically the sole ballad on an, on an otherwise all rock record that I was really pushing. And then all of a sudden I started getting all of these hits on the song out of nowhere. And I was like, why is that happening? So I went on YouTube and I found a little girl named Maddie Ziegler dancing to the song on the first season of Dance Moms, which I had never heard of. So it was such a beautiful dance and it was just the way that she danced to it. It was so fluid and passionate. And I, th I thought to myself, like, I would love to have this little girl in the music video for it because I had never filmed the, a video for it. Right. So my dad suggested it to me. Um, he's like, why don't you have her dance in it? So we found a way to get your phone number through Fran Peters. A friend oh, my of ours. goodness. Yes, that's what it was. How do you know Fran Peters? Uh, through my dad. My dad is a, a physician, and it was, I, I believe, one of his patients. Oh, that's crazy. I think that's what it was. So your dad's from like Maryland, D.C. area? No, no, from Fort Lauderdale. So I don't know. I don't know what the association was, but oh, there was. Interesting. It was through Fran Peters. Fran's from Maryland, outside D.C. Maybe it was. It was through like a patient that happened to know her. I, I don't okay. know what All the right. association was, but anyway. So I cold called you, and you're like, "Who the hell is this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm the girl that 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 wrote to cry." So you got me on the phone directly. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. what it was. And then you know, I asked you. I'm like, "Do you think that Maddie would be interested?" And she said, "You said uh, absolutely." And then two weeks later, we flew her out, and uh, she came with Gianna, and then we rented out a warehouse, and we filmed the video. Well, that's how I work. Yeah. I was always trying to get my students' gigs, whether it be Maddie or even Gianna, my student. Right. You know, to get them to do some other things. I probably couldn't have come. Right. I, I like, there was no way I was uh, no, able no, to come. No, no, of right. course, of course. This was even before the wheelchair. But right. But yeah, they probably had me shooting something else or doing something else. So it's wonderful. Yes. So you had no idea about the show. All of a sudden, people just started listening to and buying cry yeah yeah and doing all these dances which i thought was really weird i'm like why are they specifically dancing to it yes and then i found out that maddie had danced to it in the show and all the kids were trying to do the dance yes right and that's how we uh not me but the television show dance moms became so popular and so quickly because the children watched it over and over and over. Right. Our demographic if was adult women because that's the network and that's what they cater to. You know, 57 ways to kill your husband and all that stuff. However, we were catering to the kids right? and, they, and the children were watching it. And if you could have counted the times our show was viewed 
not that first time on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock when it first aired, but all the other times right. back in the day, we probably would have been the number one show on television. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is like, I'll be watching TV sometimes and I'll just hear dance moms references. You know, people will say it on TV, like, oh, I don't want to be a dance moms, like or a dance mom. And like, sometimes it has a negative connotation because obviously there was a lot of controversy with it the show. It was just on the Sex in the City. Yes. The, uh, I, the whole reboot of uh, And Just Like That. Right. Yeah, which is amazing. So it's it's so ingrained in the the zeitgeist, like of popular culture. Yes, now. and it's still so relevant. That's what's mm-hmm. crazy to me. It's twelve years after it aired. Well, twelve years. Well, we were talking when we were at my show the other night about how now it's on um, Disney Plus and Hulu and all these other different networks, and now people are rediscovering it, or for the first time they're they're watching it. Five year olds. Yep. Who obviously weren't born. Right. Are watching it. I get. All these requests for our cameos, which I need to do a lot more of. And uh, sorry if your cameo expired. Just re, re, just rebook it. Just keep rebooking it. I'll get to it, please. Uh, but they want a happy birthday, and the child is turning five. And I'm oh like, how gosh. does she even know who I am? <laughs> you know. And they're watching it. We watch one episode every night before she goes to bed. And I'm like, well, stop watching it and watch my YouTube channel. <laughs> Because it's more educational than the show. Yes. So, all right. So you saw Cry. You did the video for Cry. You worked with Gianna and Maddie. Mm -hmm. And uh, then go from there. So now we use Cry once. Mm -hmm. Then years later, we use it again Mm -hmm. for Mackenzie to Mm -hmm. dance to. So... Obviously, I know the answer to this, but which version did you like better? Oh, man. The one on the right or the one on the left? uh, That's just like a stake through my heart. Oh, my gosh, because they're they're both so wonderful. But you can say it. uh, Okay. well, I mean, I'm going to have to go with Maddie because, like, you know, I got to know her uh, on such a personal level because she stayed in our home and, you know, she was in the music video. And there's just something about the way that she dances. It's it has soul. And I'm not saying Mackenzie doesn't, she doesn't have soul because she does, but with Maddie, it's just different. It was different. Yes. Yes. Well, Abby, I'm curious, was that, was that your idea or did they make you do cry again and have Mackenzie do it? Like, was that something that you wanted to do? Because I don't think that you ever saw that as a Mackenzie kind of solo anyway, because she was always doing gymnastics and acro and like, yeah, fun, no, you know, no, I would stuff. never consider her doing that. I'm sure they came up with that. Mm. And I was like, okay. And we had to change it all to the left. We had to and it was the same costume. Was it actually Maddie's? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. It would have been. It was. Okay. Yeah. And it was, Interesting. it was reverse. I believe that costume was actually made by the costume maker in Pittsburgh, Connie, that did all my stuff at my studio. I think she actually made that costume, whether it was for her, for a different solo, or if it was for that solo can't really remember you know the costume thing was the worst part of the show i feel really the biggest downfall yes because to make a custom-made solo costume could take a solid two weeks of somebody working on it and stoning it and everything right and when we're getting music on tuesday fighting about it all the way all night until wednesday and then doing the choreography wednesday and thursday and competing saturday there's no time to make a costume Right. Well, the reason why the costume is blue is because Maddie told me this. 
um, that she actually at first danced to "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." Okay, then that's that's there's that's your who, answer. So she danced yeah. to to uh, "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" in that costume as Dorothy esque, will you? Mm-hmm. And and then we used it for "Cry." Right. That, and what's funny is, my I answer. think I I think I just found that music when I was going through really? the discs recently yeah the the somewhere cop, over the rainbow the, music yeah the, the I, I was it was in one of those discs so maybe for our patreon uh aldc elites i'll throw just the audio i know that there's probably footage out there of maddie doing it but yeah we just i just found it which is interesting okay. still looking by the way everybody still looking there's a lot of stuff coming to patreon and uh youtube premium so a lot more content coming anyway crazy <laughs> content that no one's ever seen it's nuts well, you know, uh, it's really funny. I just found out also that the vocal teacher that I used to go to when I lived in Florida was Judy Garland's vocal teacher. And he also had an affair with Marilyn Monroe. Wow. I just found this out by the other day, actually, when I was like, I found something on Facebook. Is he Facebook. still living? No, he passed away in 2012. Okay. So just fun fact, just because we were talking about so, somewhere. So you took from him, you grew up in? Florida. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. You did? Yes. I used to own a condo on Gold Ocean Mile uh, okay. between Oakland Park and Commercial. I lived on Oakland Park and Commercial, or like right over there. You know where Christchurch was? Yes, That's yes. where I used to live, walk, live within walking distance of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. Dumb, dumb mistake. I sold it too soon. Oh. Sold it too soon. Our neighbors. Bought a house too late. Yeah. Yeah, good times there, but wow. not very handicap accessible. Mm. No, not now. I went back to look to think of buying there again. And it's changed a lot too. Yeah, it's, and it's it's just not. It's still that gorgeous ocean view though, and those places aren't going anywhere. Come on, hurricanes! They're not. Yeah, they're not no, going no, no. anywhere. Those uh-uh. places. They've been there for a hundred years. They're not going anywhere. Right. Yes. So you grew up in Florida, mm-hmm. and with your mom and dad. Yes. And and became a musician. Yeah, yeah. So my my dad was actually um, he was a physician, uh, but he. He, you know, his love of science took over, um, you know, but he was a musician, too. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember that group called The Happenings. They, they had that song, See You in September. Okay. He was going to be a touring guitar player for them, and he decided not to go to medical school instead. So he kind of, like, he tells me all the time he lives vicariously through me. Well, know? that's wonderful that you had that support mm-hmm. and not pushing you to go to med school. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I can't do blood, so. <laughs> okay, well then, that was out, No, right? no yes. way, yeah. But you pour your blood into these songs. Yes, nice these segue, songs. Absolutely. Yes. absolutely. Yes, and we were out the other evening. Yeah. You and Rachel Sage took the stage and were rocking it out, mesmerizing, entertaining. Uh, the place should have been packed. You know, it's hard to get people into nightclubs. Yes. Nowadays, I think. but. When I walked back in, I knew I had heard the the mint. I knew I've seen the logo, the mint. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember going downtown L.A. to a club that was in where they used to make the money, mm-hmm. a mint, like an actual mint. Uh, right. But I don't know what it was called, but that's where I thought it was going, mm-hmm. to that place just following the GPS. And then when I got there and I walked in the back door with musicians that were loading in and I walked it, rolled in. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say walked. I walked in. I walked in. Woo. No, I rolled in and boom, it hit me. Yep. That's the place that I had to go to mm-hmm. when we were shooting an episode of Dance Moms where Kendall and Nia were singing. Mm-hmm. 
you know that that was all done behind my back. You told me that, and I was shocked. So when we were doing this show, you had no idea that I wasn't totally on board and totally involved in all of that. Uh, from as far as I knew, you had always been involved. No. Mm. No. No. So I did It's a Girl Party mm-hmm. for Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, found a songwriter who wanted to be a partner with me. We had a 360 deal with Mackenzie. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did the song. I solely paid for the video. Mm -hmm. I got it back Mm -hmm. and then not one more penny. That's the music industry for you. Well, no, that's the, that's the, that's the Melissa industry for you. And uh, so then she signed another record deal with somebody else uh the partner in it his name was andrew logan he sued them Mm. and then part of his deal was he wasn't allowed to tell me about it but i was his partner in the 360 man so that's just a whole sort of detail of the song industry like you said but then didn't learn my lesson so then years later I did the same thing for Kendall, and I had a song written called Wear Em Out, where it was work for hire. Mm-hmm. I bought the song. They, people were really down and out. They had nothing. Uh, so I bought the song, and I bought 10 songs. For everybody out there, I've received three, paid in full for 10 songs to be written and recorded. Mm-hmm. And the mother had to pay for the voice lessons with them okay. to learn the songs. That was her deal. My deal was work for hire, 10 songs. You should have asked me or Rachel. We would have taken care of you guys. I know. Someone came to me Mm. to do it. And I I know you would have, in hindsight, of course. And so they were voice teachers at my studio, at my dance studio in L.A. when I opened. So I did the deal for Kendall did wear them out, and she did well with it. It went to number one in three countries, just like it's a girl party did mm-hmm. uh, the UK, Australia and the United States on iTunes. And then uh, Kendall decided I wasn't going to be her manager anymore mm-hmm. and recorded two more songs with those people, Christmas song and something else. And then that was it. So I never got the rest of my songs that they owed me. And they were never recorded. And who knows what could have happened. I do still get residuals a little, you know, sense from where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And that's I it. was going to say, yeah, I think that that was like the major difference between it's a girl party and where I'm out. They actually still fulfilled that agreement and it's still all good. There was no, well, like, there, you're still, like you said, it, you're still getting residuals. That's no, pretty it, good, it I guess. wasn't all good because it was work for hire and I was to own the song outright. They were giving oh. up, they were relinquishing all writers' rights to it and yeah. everything because they were hurting. I see. Yeah. And so they, I was to own it in full and I just get a small, tiny percentage of the residuals. They get the rest. Mm. And that's not the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that you didn't even get all of the songs that you were supposed to get. And Ten I remember songs. in, yeah. And in that episode, I remember that they said that. Kendall recorded an entire album that Abby is sitting on 
I think that potentially they didn't know or they were just trying to do it for storyline. Maybe they didn't realize that they weren't that you weren't specifically holding because you didn't ever get them yourself. They're probably just out there. You never I don't even heard know them. if they were written. Mm. And, oh, OK. So were the, so they hadn't been recorded yet. No. Gotcha. OK, so they only recorded I'm in one of the I'm in a, like we did a behind the scenes video for it. Yep. Which and is on your YouTube channel. Yes. And yep. interestingly enough, they wrote a song called Ballerina was one of them that I don't think was really finished together, you know, mastered. And Maddie went in the booth and sang it. Hmm. Somewhere lies that recording. No, it's in that singing. behind the scenes. Okay. It's in that behind the scenes video that we have on your YouTube channel. I was always curious why Maddie was in there too. That makes a lot of sense. She just was fooling um, around because of course, Melissa probably needed a babysitter for the day. So she just shoved Maddie with us and whatever was playing with Kendall, you know, was a play date right. with Kendall and was there during the whole thing. And Maddie was probably very interested right. in what Kendall was doing because mm -hmm. she didn't want anybody getting ahead of her. That's the kid I knew. <laughs> she was she interested. She was curious. She didn't sing, but she did sing. Right. And she wasn't half bad. Okay, because I know what Mackenzie does. We went to go see her. Um, she did, uh, what is it? The Wizard of Oz. She was the lead in the Wizard of Oz for at the Pasadena Theater, whatever theater what? it was. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the reason I did that for Mackenzie back in the day is because she did not want to dance anymore. Oh. Okay. And I just knew with the pigeon-toed feet and the work ethic, let's put it there, uh, that she wasn't going to be the dancer that Maddie was. So mm -hmm. let's give her an alternative route. Let's try the singing thing and let's see if it works. And I guess it is because I've been I, seeing her. I guess stuff. it is. Yeah. I, I guess it worked. Yeah. So yay me. Yeah. No, I, I really did. I thought, let's give this kid another outlet. It's not going to be gymnastics. We know there's what, five, seven girls mm -hmm. in the country that make the Olympic team and everybody else doesn't. Right. So, and never do anything except a college scholarship and then they get hurt and that's it. So I thought this whole singing thing is cute. It's adorable. Let's do this. It's a girl party and the dresses and the kids still wear dresses with tennis shoes. Right. And we started that whole thing because we couldn't get little heels for all the kids to dance in. And I thought, you know what, let's just get those sparkly tennis shoes and put them on and let's do it so they can dance. I see adults shoes. wearing that kind of stuff. I know. Yeah. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. It's nuts. So anyway, okay, well, that's enough about that. Let's go back to the mint. Okay. So I walk in and I'm supposed to show up to see Nia and Kendall singing. Mm -hmm. And that would have been after Kendall left me, I guess, mm -hmm. to work me up about, I don't know. So I don't know how I was there that night. I don't know if I even saw you. You you did. It was very brief, um, but you it, it did seem like you were perturbed. I, I didn't know why. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. Did I do something wrong? I'm not sure. Not it was all. a bad, it was a bad week. Uh, I I remember when we were, when I was watching it, you um, you walked in and you were like, I don't know, just making like funny remarks. Listen, you were on TV, so I'm sure you, I don't know if you were actually genuinely that upset. That was the same week that the kids left you, like, and then there wasn't a Nationals in season six. And then, I don't know if you remember that. You don't remember that, that there wasn't a Nationals in season six. It was very strange. It, it ended with them competing with uh, MT, MDP. Uh, and then that was it. It was very awkward. And then I guess, 
production or the people decided to all try to get you back together for season seven. And then season seven started from there. Season six was strange. Okay. No, no nationals after that. So, okay. Yeah. But the girls sounded nice. Yeah. The girls sounded nice that episode. Um, did they even know what they were doing? Like, did they understand what the concept was and why they were doing it? It was something that was put together pretty quickly. And we only had a, a one very quick rehearsal with them right before um, right before the show. And they were actually rehearsing dance. So we had we were actually going to the dance studio to rehearse like harmonies and stuff with them. So it, it was kind of. Yeah. I always get emails and direct messages online from kids and parents asking if I can record a short video, wishing someone a happy birthday, a milestone congratulations on a special achievement, or even just my advice before performing at a competition. With Cameo, my followers, the ALDC elites, have the chance to connect with me directly. Looking to have Abby Lee's last word as you enter an exciting moment of your life? Maybe put you, your friend, or a special someone at the top of the pyramid? Or do you want them at the very bottom? Anything is possible on Cameo. Connect with me from anywhere on the globe at cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. That's cameo.com backslash the real Abby Lee. The sky's the limit on Cameo. So how did you get the phone call for that? Um, I believe it was Scott Shatsky had asked me about it. Um, but I had I'd actually asked uh, some of the producers early, early on in the show. I'm like, you know, I would love to at some point, you know, do something where I can maybe come on and, and play live. Um, and maybe have Maddie do something to it. I think it might have been more not relevant, but you know, um, like earlier on, I it think it made, made, made more sense. Absolutely. Like, um, but I mean, it's okay. I was I'm still very grateful for the opportunity, and we had a, a great time. Um, but yeah, that that would be the only thing I would say about it. But it was it was still fun. I was like, I'm not. It's not going to take away from how fun it was. Yeah. You know, well, it could have been more fun had yeah. I been included and involved and. You know, they said, hey, this is what we're going to do, and it's going to be great, and let's have all the girls sing, and, you know, why weren't they all singing? Probably wouldn't have been yeah. as awkward. <laughs> yes, of course it wouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, and it was, I, I don't know if the girls felt awkward because it wasn't their song that they had danced to. Um, I don't know if they I, felt weird about it. But... I just think everything could have been done better, classier, and they always used people. And I hate that. I'm not a user. And I don't like to use people. You should get paid for your services, for your time, for your travel, for your transportation, whatever, except for today. Uh, and uh, and you should, you know, you're a professional. You're worthy of that. And I, I just feel like they used people. They would call friends of mine in the dance industry, dance teachers, choreographers, and say, hey, Abby really wants you on the show and she keeps trying to get us to bring you on. But the only way we can do it is if you go work, do a choreography, you know, do a piece for Kathy and it, it but Abby's fine. She realizes it. she's just trying to do you a favor, blah, blah, blah. And then they would end up at the competition and come and hug me. And I'm like, what are you doing here? How, how dare you go behind my back and work for Kathy? Like, and they're like, what are you talking about? You, they said that you wanted me to do this. 
Well, this is why I have a lot of respect for you, Abby, because I remember you telling me this, like, because I had uh, been scheduled to be on the Abby's Ultimate. Um, okay. And I, I performed Survive while Maddie was dancing. And you yes. said to me, you're like, you make sure that they pay you because you're a professional. And I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So I made sure and I had to I had to kind of hunt down. But oh, I'm sure you had yeah, to hunt them yeah. down. No, it's it's okay. I mean, like, you know, it's it's not something I'm not used to, but um I really respected that. And like, you know, I was telling you before too, like one of my core memories that you're a part of actually was I came into the studio to do um one of the dance bombs episodes. And I was wearing, you know, just like leggings and a black skeleton top. And you say to me, you're like, is that what you're wearing? <laughs> and Yikes. it was savage, but it, in the best kind of way. And actually, I really appreciated that about you because you always want things to be perfect. And I remember. I, I do. And no, but it's it's a great quality, you know, because you had also said to me that, you know, some of the crew members were, you know, you liked them. But they were always trying to be really friendly with all the little girls and everything on the show. So if they wanted to wear, you know, something maybe casual or sporty, they wouldn't say anything. But I remember you had had a comment about a top that Maddie was wearing. Um, and you said to me, you're like, I wish that she had worn something with, that was like a little more glamorous or glitzy. And I really respect that. And like I said, it, it's become a core memory for me Aww. because, no, I mean, I, when I walk outside, I want. I want to look good. I want to well, look yeah, like a it, professional. It, you know? I, I don't think, I think the kids in the world get that mm -hmm. because when I bump into kids or I'm at a store, I'm in an airport and kids run up and hug me and they want a picture and that it, it doesn't matter how mean the world thinks I was or how much tough love I gave kids get it. And I think in their minds, it's like, if I had someone to believe in me, like she believed in those kids or someone to push me mm -hmm. or someone to care about me. And that's the thing is I, I didn't want to look my best. I would let myself go with rollers in my hair and no makeup on. I wanted them to look their best. I wanted them to put their best foot forward always. And there's no way they don't think about that stuff now when they oh, go absolutely. to an interview or go to do a... Uh, you know, a, a podcast or go to do anything that they don't look in the mirror and think, oh, should I have this on? You know? No, but even Abby, like you say that, but I've never seen you in a situation where you're, you're at least not wearing some pop of you know, color or, you know, even if it's a t-shirt, you're wearing a t-shirt now, but it's, it's yes. uh, bedazzled. So you always have something going on and it's, it's going back to what we were talking about. Your before. style. Look at you with right. your hat and your, 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 what is that? Oh, a kimono? Your hat, your, your kimono, duster, yeah. your duster, yes. Yeah. And it's in your fab and you have your jewelry. You. I mean, it's important in this industry to always be presentable, I think. Absolutely. And it's always better to be overdressed than underdressed. Yeah, because no one's going to say to you, oh, you're you're looking too overdressed for this moment. You Never. Know? Never. Now, did you take the skeleton shirt off? Uh, I don't think we had enough time. Ah, so, yes, okay. but it stuck with me and I'm like, oh, man, I should have worn something better. You know, Abby's absolutely right. You know, and you're right, because I was oh, wow. on national television, you know, and now I will forever be in this, you know, skeleton shirt with leggings. I mean, it was fine. But, you know, there how many girls do you see walking around on the street that have the skeleton shirt with the leggings? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, especially Halloween's coming up. Exactly. I don't know when this is going to air, <laughs> yeah. but Halloween is coming up. Yeah.
Alex, you said that you did Maddie's uh, Survivor number for AUDC. Mm -hmm. uh, tell our listeners some of the other songs that you had on the show. Right, because I think everybody just thinks it's just Cry, which okay. is not the case. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, most of our listeners and our viewers think that you did Cry. Mm -hmm. Cry, 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 right? Let's tell everybody, uh, I want you to tell everyone, all the songs that we used on Dance Moms okay. and then on Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. There were a lot. So I'll try to encapsulate them as best as I can. But there was Cry, Home Again, which actually they, they did a routine, a group routine for, I think, Hurricane Katrina. Yes, that was in New Orleans at yes. Nationals. And you were, what do you call it? How, did we ask you to write that? Yes, yes. So, yeah, you, I think it was Brian. Uh, Brian had Satan. asked me. Uh, yeah. Also known as Satan. <laughs> um, yeah, he had asked me to write that one specially. And then there was a, a mother episode, but that song I don't think made it in. I think it was too rock and roll for, for the, the the episode. Okay. Um, so there was that. There was um, Out of Sight. Four. Um, let me see. Survive. That was on Abby's Ultimate, I think. Okay. Um, Wasting Away. I remember that. Six. Breathe, I think, was on there. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh my gosh! I even I have another band. At the time, it was called Sound of Cancer, but it, it, it turned into Bat Farm, and we had a song on there. You guys didn't even know it was us. It was oh. yeah, it's called was Need it? Need Someone. Need someone. Okay. Um. Or no, no, it was Dark Carnival. Dark Carnival. It was the the carnival circusy kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's what it was. Um. There's so many of them. I can't even think of all of them. Um, but it just goes to show how much love, you know, dance moms had, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll let you know later. I, I can't think of all. All right. The so top there's, of my head. so we'll maybe list them ch -ch 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 yeah. down. Yeah. The graphic. And I think Alex, you are going to do something very special for our listeners today. You're going to be maybe. performing. Yes. We have a special treat, Alex. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I would love for you to do a few of the, uh, hits you had okay. on dance moms okay. okay i think our listeners would love that okay. and to our viewers to see you actually singing the songs okay you know they've seen the dances they know them in their heads but to see you perform and to you know actually see your mouth moving <laughs> making the music is incredible oh well thank you um but you have to promise to do the maddie face oh i'll do the maddie face. okay fabulous all right okay they don't understand Great. there was a Maddie, there was an Abby face. Abby they face. just don't understand there was an Abby face long before there was a Maddie okay. face. Well. When I teach little ones, six, seven, eight-year-olds, lyrical, their solos, I teach the facial expressions right with each step because they aren't evolved enough or have enough years in the business at six, seven, and eight to just express those faces naturally. Right. Uh, they have to do, okay, we're going to do this on cross ball change. We're going to do this on the arabesque. We're going to, you know, so I actually teach the face right with the steps. So you would see me in my studio. If there was a hidden camera, I would be doing every one of those faces big and animated. So the kid would get it right. And when they step on stage, it's automatically there. They practice it just like they practice the steps. Well, emoting, I think, is just as important as the dance. It is. So. It is. And too many kids nowadays don't understand that. Mm. You have to connect with that audience. You have to just get in their face and get those judges to, to love you. Oh, absolutely. 
Fabulous. Well, um, should Just I? Just like you're going to get in their ears. All right. <laughs> you're going to get in their ears okay. and make them love Great. you. Millions of kids go to bed hungry each night in the U.S. So when I found out about a nonprofit that feeds 5,000 underserved children each night named Katarina's Club, headed by Chef Bruno Serrato, I knew I had to help. After all, who knows kids better than me? He launched Katarina's Club when he found out about California's motel kids. These children are so poor that their entire families live in single-room motels with no kitchens, nowhere to cook, no dinner, so food was a rarity for many of these families. He has been feeding kids, 5,000 kids, every single night since 2005. He even mortgaged his home twice to keep the program going. When his restaurant, Anaheim White House, burned to the ground, he found another kitchen that same day to keep feeding kids without interruption. He has served well over 10 million meals. We are looking for any size donations. After all, a $5 donation feeds a family of four. While food banks are helping ease the crisis, many of these children, often referred to as motel kids, live in cheap, crime-ridden units that do not contain kitchens. Since these families are unable to cook dinner, they depend on already prepared meals like those provided by Katarina's Club. To become involved and make a donation, go to katarinasclub.org backslash donate. Again, that's katarinasclub.org backslash donate. And you mentioned a voice teacher that taught Judy Garland, yes. coached her. And how did they find that voice teacher? Oh, um, well, he lived out here at the time. So he was like, I guess, the go-to voice teacher in Hollywood. And he eventually retired out to Florida where he taught voice for the rest of his life. Okay. So go-to for professional adults or was it, a, he was a children's, did he do kids mainly? I'm not sure. And it was so early on in my life. That that. It, did he teach children mainly? He, I, he, I think, did both. Um, okay. But so when in Florida, how did they find him? Um, oh, oh, the, the, like Hollywood, you mean, or how did who find? No, 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 no. Your parents. Oh, how oh, did they I'm find okay. the voice teacher? Because so many yes. of our listeners here are moms that have kids that dance mm -hmm. and it's so important that they sing as well. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how you find the best teachers. That's a good question. Um, I think it could have been something like it was one of my dad's patients or, you know, okay. just through the grapevine, they heard something, but I mean, now what I do is that there is like a wonderful coach called Ken Tamplin, and I use him all the time on YouTube. And I even before came, coming here, I was doing vocal drills. Okay. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh -huh. Yeah. Ken Tamplin. Yeah. All right. And then uh, uh, and your mom and dad, were they, did they just buy all the instruments and they took you to the voice lessons? Did they had to drive you there? I didn't play it guitar was... at the time. So I, I started playing when I was around 12. So you um, 11 sang, or 12. I sang. How old were you when you started to sing? Um, oh my gosh, I was so young. Uh, I mean, I, I I was in the choir. I went to a Catholic school, so I was in the choir and I would sing all the time. So I don't know, maybe five or six is when I, I started to find that I had a voice. Really? Yeah. Five or six years old. That's incredible. Yeah. And so they just stuck with it. Mm -hmm. That was your thing. Yeah. Not soccer. And 
Um, I mean, I, I fiddled around and with basketball other things. and everything. I did dance for a short time, but I have two left feet. So um, that didn't work out so well with me. But um, yeah, like music and really wanting to pursue that. I think I was about 11 or 12. And then from then on, just ever since I've done it. And what instruments do you play? So guitar, primarily, I do a little bit of bass. Um, I even do some percussion stuff, but guitar is my primary. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you heard it. Now you're going to hear it. All right. Let's do this. I think it's, um, hold on a second here. It might still be a little bajiggity. All right. Well, it's close enough for rock and roll. Okay. So um, I guess I'll start this one. Um, it hasn't been on Dance Moms, uh, but it's on uh, the record that Cry was on. So the song is called okay. See You Again. Yeah. I don't know what's going on inside of my head. No, no, no. I am liver than this does it's it it's pretty live <laughs> there you have it alex calise leaving it on the dance floor yeah what's next okay so um i figured you know because it's a podcast primarily about dance moms yes it only seemed natural that i would do survive next 
Okay. I'm going to save the best for last, if you know okay. what I mean. Okay. All right. This is from Abby's... Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. And Maddie did a solo. Yes. And you played live. Yes, I there. did. Yes. And you got paid. Yeah, I did. After you, you made sure down it. Collins Avenue. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> I know. That's all this I lady. I hunted them down for eight years. Yes. I know. <laughs> well, you inspired me, so okay. um, here we go. Actually, you know what? Hang on one second. I'm so sorry to do this. It, it sounded like a string went out of tune a little bit. Must be my bad. There we go. Yeah, I thought so. It's sometimes the temperature in the building. What does the button on the top do? Oh, this one. These two right here? Yeah. So that's volume and that's tone, but um, if you press them both together, there's a built-in tuner. There we go. It's, it's the A string that was kind of messed up there. Live, live performing, guys, right that's, here. This is it. This All is right. what happens. Okay. Is... All right. Let's try this again. Woo. Much better.
needs to be my theme song of my life. Thank you. Now, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You've been you've been through a lot. Wow. And I, you know, not going to sit and hide. Oh, I'm absolutely. Give it one more try. That's yeah. all you can keep doing. That's why I wrote it. Yeah. You your just... your breath control is so amazing. I pop my peas in the mic all the time, and every time I go to speak, you can hear me take a breath, and you can't hear that at all. Oh, thank you. you. Are just the pro at that. I mean, thank my you. goodness, I never hear you once take a breath. Thank you. Well, you know, try the Ken Tamplin. He's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yes. Well, I mean, my, even I go to speak and I, you know, take a breath and you can't hear you at all. My goodness. Wow. I mean, I, I guess that's a good thing. That's right? a great oh, thing. Oh, oh great. my goodness. It's great. And Thank you just keep you. coming and coming and coming. There's no, you just keep hitting it. Oh my goodness. Oh, when wow. That's see an her, amazing compliment. I'm seeing from the profile too. And just how to use a mic and how to get closer and get further away from the mic and pull back and so many things that kids just don't understand. Well, it's the same with dance. It's like you do it like 10 billion times until you finally get it. You know, this this is not, you know, like with bike control and Michael over there, you know, he he knows as well. He's a musician. Um, yeah. You know, it just takes it takes so much in order to be the best. Nothing great is, con you know, created overnight. No, no, you no, know, it's not. It's not. Yeah. And you're playing at the same time. It's not even like you're just concentrating on your voice. Yeah. It's you're you're have a lot to concentrate on. Absolutely. But it's the same with, you know, it's with dance or with anything. You know, you just it's just practice. You just have to keep practicing and practicing practice until you get it. Perfect. That's right. Yeah. Or my and, and perfection really never comes for an artist. Whether never. it's a singer, dancer, musician, you're always striving perfect you're always striving what's that one? You're always striving for perfection, and that's what makes people great is because they never think they achieve it. Right. Ever. Oh, yeah, no. Just keep going, yes. Never. Could always be better. Yeah, it's it's a total mess up in here. So, <laughs> Well, that was not a mess. That was fabulous. <laughs> no, I'm talking so about up in thank you. Yes. But, you know, as an artist, we're messed up. You know, yes, it's never always. good enough. <laughs> never good enough. But that's what I think makes it makes an artist better. And I always know? say to the kids, you know, you have to leave it on the dance floor. Absolutely. You don't come into those wings mm -hmm. after that performance and say, I should have done this. I could have done that. Why didn't I do this? You have to hit those wings like, yes, I nailed right. it. Because that kid going after you, you need to psych them out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like when I get into this zone, because sometimes, you know, I'm just like, oh, I didn't hit the right note that I wanted to, or I didn't give the performance I wanted to. That's when I like sing harder almost, you know, because yes. you got to push past it. Absolutely. You know? Because, you know, what you're doing to it, it, A, it might inspire somebody. You know, and B, they could be thinking they're seeing the greatest thing ever and you're just in your head. Did you ever do? Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or I always tell the kids, somebody could have brought 20 people in the audience and they're screaming for them and the kid was lousy. Mm -hmm. you, you don't know any of that. Right. So just you got to just leave it on the dance floor. Yeah, exactly. Yes, leave it on. Leave the, your leave stuff it, at home. Absolutely. Now, did you ever do any music competitions, vocal competitions? Um. I mean, yeah, but it's mostly just been, you know, situations where I'm recording in the studio or playing live and stuff like that. The competitions were, were always weird for me. There was no The Voice or American Idol or anything like that? I had tried out for the The Voice, American Idol. I think my voice is too weird. 
because it's they want a very malleable type of singer. And you can hear my crazy goat vibrato from a mile away, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I was supposed to be on a show called The Four, I believe it was. I had everything ready to go and then it just didn't happen, I think, because I was too different than uh, the rest of the, com the competitors because it was mostly like rap and hip-hop and stuff oh, okay, and I, okay. I think that's what they liked about me but at the same time i think it was just something they wanted to keep it more uniform well, then they have to give you things to do yes and you have to be able to do they're looking for that yeah and know, it would just look stupid if i tried to do all of that stuff so yeah stick to your own lane yes there absolutely you go. because you're a hit already thank you you're a star you don't need that stuff thank you thank you no i i know and i feel like that always like maybe a little after you i don't know like now it's just I don't even know people that watch that anymore. Yeah. I you don't know? know. I like to see what the judges are wearing. And then after that, it's like, eh. Okay. I think it's about the judges. I don't really think like, you know, what breakout star have you seen from the voice? Same thing as I don't as same thing as. Uh, so you think you can dance? Exactly. I mean, There's, there was one huge breakout star twi mm -hmm. Twitch. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. To, so, I know you guys were friends, right? Yes. That he yes. Passed away. Yes. But it's the same thing. It's th those kids don't nobody. They get too used to signing autographs mm -hmm. on the way out the door and being on a television show. So they don't want to audition to be in the chorus of a Broadway right. show because no one's waiting for them at the stage door to sign an autograph. They're waiting for the stars. Right. And I think they get that that feeling and then they don't want to go down and start over. But that's the thing. You're always starting over. You're, as a dancer, too, a, yeah. and a musician, you you always have to start at the bottom and work your way up. And yeah. then there's going to be another bottom to start at and another bottom. You know, there's stairs. Keep going. Yeah. The trick is to just keep going and be humble because one day you could be headlining and the next day you're sweeping the floors. And I've been in both situations. Yes. And I mean, I mean that literally as well. Yes. <laughs> so... I know. I feel you. I feel you in those sticky bar floors. Right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But <laughs> all right. What do you have left for us? All right. Well, do you have um, anything else in there? I know this has taken a lot out of you. If you guys could see, it's like she did 13 solos and seven group dances here. <laughs> That's how much <laughs> breath control she had. Go ahead. Thank you. So if you guys don't know this one, I would be very surprised. But this one I'm saved. I saved it, you know, for last uh, because it was the one that we were talking about a little bit before. But this, yes. this song is called Cry.
Well, I hardly feel alive. I'm going through the motions. I don't feel like trying. The hole in my heart is growing bigger by the day. I wish that I could crawl inside. not believe how many times I've taken that home, listened to that, worked with that song, and I never knew the word damn was in there. Really? No. <laughs> Either it just didn't register. I didn't want to have to edit it. I, I did. I've never, I never heard that till just now. Really? I probably heard it. But when I saw your lips move and say it, I went, there was a swear word in there. I never knew that. Oh, I, well, I guess it made pass. It made it past the. Uh, <laughs> even though it was a kids show. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't a kids show. Well, yes, I heard that every month. We're not in a children's network. It's not a kids show. Right, right. But we made it a kids show. Right, Who right. Of course. I'm kidding. Come on, people. Yeah. Yes, but I never heard that. How funny is that? That that is funny. And how many how many times do you think you've listened to it? Because it oh. as much as as, as I have, <laughs> I've played it a lot too. At least 40, 50. Probably. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, and I listen to the same, you know, it's like play, rewind, play, right. rewind, play, rewind to get those eight counts or to get that next section of the choreography. Right. Like it's over and over and over. Yes. Somebody asked me a question or a light flickers and I forgot where I was and I have to go back and play it again, play it again. You know, you have the steps in your head and then in one instant, tenth of a second, they're gone. Well, I was I was very in the zone when I was just playing it, so I didn't look over. But were you doing the Maddie face? I did the Maddie okay, face. Okay, great. Fabulous. <laughs> I don't know. Was it sad or was it just? Well, there there was sad. a sad one, and then there was one where she the like happy. happy. Yeah. Yes, when the rain. Yeah. Yes. yes. I know that I changed little girls' lives with that show. You know it mm -hmm. as a professional, looking in, walking in, hearing your songs on the show. Yeah. And I changed the mothers' lives too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I never realized, and it makes me feel so elated and so wonderful 
that I had a part in your life. Oh, it's it's same here. I mean, like it changed my life. I'm it. I I I will be the first to tell you, and I'm the first to tell everybody. Like, had it not been for that show, I don't know where I would be. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel wonderful. Absolutely, that I could do that. I I wish for more artists that we could have done that. You know, I I I appreciate your songs. I appreciate you giving them freely to the network to use. That's nuts. And uh, every ounce of notoriety or every ounce of recognition that you got from that amen it thank was amazing goodness. i i yeah like i said I, didn't, I don't know where i would be yeah so thank and, you and your and your dad what did he think about it when he he thought it was wild and you know we've like since since then like you know i've i've worked with some of the other girls yes. you know on the show like nia and stuff yes and, you know i i they're wonderful people and i would never have been exposed to that had it not been for the show well good so glad to hear that yeah yes yes so now alex where can everybody find you what do you have coming up what's new where will you be okay well um you can find me on alexcalise.net i am working on some brand new mystery uh music okay. so Hopefully it'll be available in the next month or two. All right. But, uh, you know, I... So for the holidays, that'll be yeah, out? Yeah, around okay. the holidays. But uh, I've been, I have work with another rock band called Bat Farm. So I've been really concentrating on that a lot the past few years. And actually playing with Rachel recently yes. kind of reinvigorated me to, you know, do some more of the solo stuff. And then Good. seeing you and Gianna and stuff yes. is very inspiring. So... Good. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah. We, need, we need those subjects. All those subjects that are in the news and this and that. We need songs about them. Oh, there's plenty to write about. <laughs> there's plenty to write about right now. AlexCalise.net. Mm -hmm. And uh, anywhere live? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mostly with Bat Farm, but we'll be doing some Alex Calise stuff soon. Okay, well, yeah. watch for her, follow her, go check it out. And your Instagram is? Um, at Alex Calise. Just at <laughs> Alex Calise, okay? So please go follow. Yes, follow. All right. Thank you so much for being here. You, I greatly appreciated your time this afternoon, your talents. Oh, my God. That training. Yes. <laughs> and uh, thank you, our audience, our listeners, the ALDC elites, for joining us today on Leave It on the Dance Floor. ALDC elites, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. Girls,